Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 non-stop destination for A's baseball. Swung on, launched to left field deep. Fam going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. A miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth cap by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won again. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back to the Coliseum along with Vince and Ray and Townie. I'm Ken Korak, and he is rolling again. And the pitching continues to be the uh, foundation for the A's. As the A's beat the Astros 3-1, it's the A's uh, eighth consecutive win. And during those eight games, they've allowed just 17 runs. And now the team ERA is down to 270. And Frankie Montas continues to place himself in that conversation among the elite pitchers in the American League as... uh, Frankie went seven today. He allowed two hits and no runs. He's two and one on the year. His ERA has dropped down to 1.57. And the is the uh, not a whole lot of offense again. They have not been robust during this streak offensively, but uh, a couple of home runs today, including uh, Simeon leadoff blast in the first, and Chapman giving the A's some insurance with his right center shot in the bottom half of the eighth inning. And now the A's would go for the sweep of the series and the homestand tomorrow. And it should be a lot of fun once again because Jesus Luzardo will pitch for the A's and coming off a great effort in his first big league start the other day against the Rangers when he went five innings allowing two hits and no runs. And the A's are going to see young uh, Christian Javier, who was the Astros minor league pitcher of the year a year ago, and that's at uh, one ten tomorrow. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. 3-1 A's over the Astros. When we come back, Chris Townsend We'll pick up the coverage that's coming up right after this. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Rack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Hey, A's fans. Be sure to check out the Virtual A's Community Corner presented by Kaiser Permanente to view the A's item of the game every home game day. The item of the game will feature A's swag and past giveaway items for you to add to your collection. Visit athletics.com community to buy your item of the game today. Help your community and get a great item in the process. 
only at athletics.com slash community. That's athletics.com slash community. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. And, of course, every A's Clubhouse Show is presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. How about that, Ken Korak? I told you this team is better than their start. They've won eight in a row, and they're starting to beat up on these guys. And that's what they should be doing. And the great thing, Chris, when the A's fell a game under 500, that didn't bother you at all. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't push the panic button. You didn't overreact to it at all. The world wasn't coming to an end. You just kind of hung in there, and you kept your, your positive approach to things. Hey, you're never going to hear me. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a talk show host. I'm not exactly. a play-by-play guy. i got to ride the roller coaster. And You know what, though? And, and, and you know why we can do that? It's because they set those expectations for sure. us in spring no training when they said, hey, we don't want to be in the wild card game. We can win the World Series. And... Ken, we'll get into this in just a second, but, you know, you start looking how this thing is starting to set up. I mean, you now it's a numbers game, right? It's math. There's 45 games left. You now have a four-and-a-half game lead. You win tomorrow. You now have a five-and-a-half game lead. 25% of the season's over. We start looking at percentages, and unless somebody does some uh, bad nosedive, you're in a really, like if this is a NASCAR race, you're doing really well going around that track. You're in a great spot. You haven't clinched anything yet because, as we said on the broadcast, Chris, you could lose eight out of ten, and the Astros could get hot or somebody else, so... It's still 60 games. It's not like it's 20 or 25 games, but they're in a great spot, and the Astros obviously are hurting in their bullpen. They got a great starting effort from Framber Valdez today, but yeah. Frankie Montas, how many times have we talked about this? We talked about it during the hiatus, Chris, that if you're going to do something in the postseason and maybe even challenge to win a World Series, you have to have dominant starting pitching, and Frankie Montas is looking like one of those guys right now. You know, you know, we're going to praise Frankie. We're going to praise the A's. But this is the first time that the Astros have really looked vulnerable since they weren't a very good team. And Steve Sparks, who's, you know, very, very honest, great broadcaster, a knuckleballer, former athletic, was on A's Cast Live. And, and there's the mental part of this. And I'll also throw in Richard Justice from MLB.com because Richard Justice said at the end of camp, the players look fried. They look tired of asking the question or answering the questions about cheating and people calling them a fraud. And then Sparks, he told me, to, uh, would have been yesterday, where he said, you know, somebody, some guys are embracing it. And he mentioned Correa, and obviously Correa's hitting 373. Correa's out there saying, you know what, you're going to call me names and say I'm not legit. I'm going to prove you wrong. And then he goes, there's other guys who it kind of seems like it's weighing on them. I think you can look at this lineup and you can look at these numbers, and I think you can tell who, who this whole cheating scandal is weighing on. Plus, we've also mentioned, too, Chris, that the teams that are going to be successful this year are those that can really stay engaged in the season in dealing with all of the issues surrounding the virus and the protocols and the guidelines and to have, you know, keep your focus for the entire season. And that, I think, is a huge factor that, that the A's have dealt with very well. I'm sure you agree with that, uh, Chris, under Bob Melvin and the rest of the staff. And you're right. I mean, there is a weight that the Astros are carrying right now Plus, you don't have Cole. He's with the Yankees. Verlander is hurt. Roberto Osuna is hurt. But still, this is a, still a very good ball club on the field. 
So you have to give the ace pitching a ton of credit because even with all the things we've talked about, uh, the Astros still entering the series, Chris, were number one in the American League in runs scored, and they were number one in all of baseball in runs per game at 5.9, and the A's have just completely shut them down in these two games. Can you imagine if there was fans in the stands ragging them every single yeah. game? Yeah, you know, it's an interesting thing, too, because um, there are times when we're doing the games, but I could kind of block all that out and just try to try to lock in on doing the game. And I don't think we're overly affected by it, but it's the reality when you look around. But I think it's also one of those things where you have to give the A's uh, some credit for that, too, because you wouldn't know it by the way they're playing. Yeah, offensively, they haven't done a whole lot this year. The offense has, you know, generally been dormant. But the way they're playing right now, you wouldn't know that there aren't fans in the stands because I think that the A's have been one of the clubs that, like I said, I've used the word engaged. Uh, The A's have been engaged in this season. And you mentioned baseball. I, I applaud Manfred. I p- applaud all the presidents, all the GMs, all the medical staffs. You know, some people, uh, two teams essentially kind of broke protocol and it hurt them. But for the rest of baseball, they've really done a good job. And baseball now has been able to make changes as they go and, and, and they know more. So really the way they have handled it when everybody tried to play the doom and gloom card, uh, baseball has really handled this really well. And the fact that well, we've gotten this far and we're continuing to make changes and keeping, you know, 28 teams healthy and they're traveling, it's a, it's a big deal. Right. And I think we talked about this the other day, that they were a little bit late to, to I think, um, tighten the grip when it comes to the protocols and guidelines. I think now they're really doing that, and credit to them. But you feel terrible for what's going on with the Cardinals right now. And as we said, their, their GM, John Mozalek, has been kind of despondent about the whole thing. I mean, they're going through a really tough time. They're just trying to figure out what's on the horizon. Do they have a future right now because they played only five games. But uh, you're right. I mean, the rest of the clubs have been able to battle through that. And everybody was hoping that this would be the first weekend since the opening weekend of the season, Chris, in which everybody would be playing. Now, that's not the case. But uh, the only concern I think that we have going forward, well, obviously, there's, there's the specter of the virus out there. And will baseball continue, like you said, to deal with it better for now? But what, what will happen with some of the clubs that are just out of it? Well, we see players opting out and saying it's not worth it to play in September if, they're, if their team is really having a bad year. So we'll have to wait and see how that, how that goes. But like Vince Catronio said, you're taking it day to day. And right now, the A's on the field and off the field are doing everything right now really well. Let's get into some of the highlights. And you knew early Frankie Montas against Bregman had good stuff. Here's the 1-2 offering, and that swung on and missed, and a slider away, and down goes Bregman and Montas. Sales through a 1-2-3 top of the first with two strikeouts, with the A's coming up in the bottom half. And then Marcus Simeon leading off the game with a jack. Lefty turns, kicks, here's the fish to Marcus, swung on, drilled down the left field line. If it's fair, it's gone, and it is gone, and the A's take a 1-0 lead. Marcus Simeon with his first home run of 2020. A hooking drive and hooking around the foul pole in the left field corner. And 1-0 A's in the first. After last night, you're starting to see Marcus is getting his swing back. Yeah, and he uh, win the game on one swing last night, and his next swing gives the A's the lead today. So he's, he's vital to the club, obviously. And, you know, it doesn't take much. 
even when your average is buried, Chris, you have two or three good games in a row, and you can get your average to climb pretty quickly. And then Matt Chapman would bring in Marcus Simeon in the sixth. Now Matt back to the plate, taps the plate with his bat. Deep in the box, a slightly open stance. The turn, the delivery, and it's swung on. Chop left side. Simeon's going on contact. He's going to score. Bregman throws to first for the out, and the A's lead 2-0. So Marcus breaking quickly, and that ball was chopped either off the plate or right in front of the plate. Third baseman Bregman had only one choice. He threw to first. Chapman's out 5-3. Simeon scores, and the A's take a 2-0 lead. See what happens when you make contact, Ken? Things can happen. It's very important when you have a runner at third base and less than two outs. No doubt about it. And then we head to the eighth inning for a little insurance run, and Matt Chapman's starting to feel it. Rodriguez, ready? Right-hander delivers. It's a drive into right center field. Back on it, Reddick from center. It's straw at the wall, and they'll watch, and it's gone. And Chapman homers to right center field, and the A's get a cushion in a 3-0 lead. The second time on this homestand that Chapman has homered to right center. And 3-0 A's in the eighth. So when the A's homer, they're 11-1. When they don't hit a home run, they're 0-3. So uh, can keep hitting home runs. And they've hit 13 in this winning streak. And that's been key, Chris, because they weren't hitting the long ball early. And that was like the first week or so of the season. But... Yeah, they have to homer. I mean, their game is to homer and get on base with a walk, and they have been doing those things. And now, you know, Chapman has three. Laureano has three. Simeon hit his first today. Olsen has uh, four now. So they're picking up the pace from that standpoint. All right, give me the old uh, Johnny Carson Karnak. What, what do you got for Jesus Lazardo tomorrow? Well, and he's facing – I'm, I'm intrigued by this kid, Christian Javier, who pitched great – in his first big league start the other day, and he was the Astros minor league pitcher of the year last year. I mean, his numbers were off the charts, so I would assume that Jesus will come out and pitch well again tomorrow. I mean, the kid, we were watching him on his Zoom call earlier today. He has unbelievable poise and composure and confidence, too. Not a cockiness, but he's very self-assured for a 22-year-old, so I, I would expect a really good pitching matchup tomorrow. You wonder if one of these teams is going to break out, right, Chris? Because it was 3-2 in 13 last night and 3-1 today. So uh, the pitchers have been the dominant uh, aspect of the series so far. Ken, the leaders teed off late. So if you book it home to P-Town, you should be able to get there before they even get to the back nine. I think we'll have about three hours of golf watching a little bit later today. You're right. Yeah, so you've got a lot of golf to watch. How Tong Lee in the lead, right? Yes, yes, but Brooks Kepka is lurking, and so is Jason Day. And, uh, you know, uh, it's not far from us, but I guess it's getting really cold out there, so the back nine is going to be interesting. I've played a bunch of golf in the afternoon in San Francisco. Come on. These guys from around the world, it's not that bad. Just tee it up, let it fly. Come on. Jason Jason Day has snow gloves on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, buddy. That's the voice of your Oakland Athletics, Ken Korak. The number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. Yeah, it's crazy, folks. It's what we've been talking about. Ever since we found out that this was going to be 60 games, it's a sprint. And you're feeling it, you're seeing it, 
and either you're embracing it or you're gripping it. Certain teams are gripping it. Certain teams, you start looking at the standings. I mean, all of a sudden, you're four and a half games up on the Astros. Win tomorrow, you're five and a half games up. You'll be five and a half with 44 to play. That, I mean, it's a numbers game. Throw out the 162, throw out the marathon, that's gone. Every single time you win a game, you're pushing everybody down. That's what it's like an NFL or college football schedule. Every single time you win and your opponent loses, it's ugh for them. I mean, you're really ending them. Now with 16 teams, that's changed everything. But that's the thing. It's like everybody looking up, you look at the standings, every single time they look up, it's like, oh, my God, Oakland's winning again. If you just don't go on a losing streak, I mean, you're punishing your opponents. And right now, the A's, I believe they have the biggest lead in baseball. I just have to check one division, the Central, with the Cubbies. Because the yeah. Milwaukee is four games back of the Cubs, while the Astros are four and a half games back. And the NL Central is very similar. They don't have a team 500. Man, we talked about this all offseason. Angels don't have pitching. Rangers aren't that good. Mariners stink. What's Houston going to be like? Well, Verlander goes down. Miley Cole, these guys, Osuna now out. Houston's lost four in a row. I don't know this answer. How many times did Houston even lose four in a row last year? Probably wasn't a lot when you win 107 games. They're a shell of themselves. It's time to take care of them tomorrow. The number is 510-956-3700. Coming up next, we'll take your phone calls, and we'll hear from Vinny with Frankie right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by, of course, Lexus, your Northern California Lexus dealers. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. At Comcast Business, we want to help you not just bounce back, but bounce forward. That's why we're offering a powerful and reliable internet and voice solution to help you stay ahead. Now for only $64.90 a month with a two-year agreement. Call or go online today. Comcast Business. Offer ends 822-2020. Restrictions apply. New customers only with 35 megabits internet and one voice line. Early termination fee applies. Equipment, installation, taxes, and fees extra. Subject to change.
Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCU. This is A's Clubhouse. All right, the number is 510. I get people who text me all the time. It's 510-956-3700. Let me do it again. 510, I think everybody knows. East Bay, then 956-3700. Stop texting me and just listen. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. Gene, lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show. How you doing, Tony? They've Amazing. won eight in a row. Like How do you think I'm doing? <laughs> just as well as I'm doing, man. I just, uh, you know, they don't only not only have the, the biggest lead in, in baseball, they have the best record pending, you know, late games. I think you can make the argument they're the best team in baseball right now. And uh, and I told you last night they're going to sweep these guys. Once they took that first game, uh, watch tomorrow. You know, And I, th- I think they're going to win by more than two runs this time. Um, the only two problems they got is uh, runners in scoring position and Sean Manaya. But, you know, they're, they're just so strong, so deep in every other uh, aspect that, you know, I'm not sure they even need those two things to be better. But I think once once these guys, especially the big four, get into a regular rhythm, I think we'll start seeing more, uh, uh, you know, hits with runners in scoring position. Uh, the Sean Manaya thing, I don't know. That's that's a big mystery. But, you know, they'll find a way around that. And, uh, you know, sky's the limit. As long as they stay healthy and this, this damn virus doesn't screw things up for the, for the game, uh, they got a hell of a chance to win the whole thing this year. Um, Gene, that's weird that you say that about Manaya because I remember this guy who was calling me, Gene from Oakland, last year, telling me Manaya <laughs> has to start the wild card game, and where I was not into that, and you told me I was wrong, and that Manaya had to start the wild card game, and why would you ever start Fires, who's been so what's what's Fires now thirteen and two in his career at the Coliseum as an A? Do I remember that correctly? Or has it just been a long time? No, you remember part of it correctly. Yes, I did push hard for him. He had like a 1.6 earn run average, and he was better. Fires was leaking oil. And then finally at the end, you agreed with me. Said, yeah, maybe maybe they should start. So, hey, I, I, <laughs> as long as I'm right more times than I'm wrong, I'm happy, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Have a good wrong, wrong on that one. <laughs> have a good Saturday night, buddy. So once somebody drops, then call in at 510-956-3700. You know, one thing that we're not talking about, because it's not se- it is sexy to me, but it's not sexy to a lot of people. It's just innings pitched by your starter. Montas, seven today. Bassett, seven today. Fires, wait a minute. Seven, yes. Fires gave you six. Manaya, three and a third. Ugh. Lazardo, five. Okay. All right. I mean, that's the kind of thing. It's like 
you want to know where you can really separate yourself from everybody else? Your starter's giving you innings. I had this for you late last night, but if you weren't listening, I'll give it to you now on a Saturday afternoon. Frankie Montas. So this is five innings or more this season. Montas has done it three times. Fires has done it twice. Bassett has done it twice. Jesus Lizardo once. What do you think the record is in those games that these A's pitchers went five innings or more? Pretty simple, seven and one. I remember having this in the David Ford show with David where we added it up for him. I said, David, you know what your guy's record is when your starters at least go seven? I mean, it's, it's, it's a dominant record. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. If your starter goes deep, you are going, you, you most likely are going to win. I'll give it to you again. Last year, if an A's pitcher went at least seven innings, they were 16-4. and four. It makes your bullpen better. It keeps your bullpen fresher. As much as everybody wants to bullpen, and let's throw a million arms out there a game, the majority of the time, your best arms are going to be your starters. And if they can get you length and get to these great bullpen arms, what are we talking about? A guy, Pete, called in. He's having trouble getting us on Alexa. Do you know what he is supposed to say to it now? Alexa, give me some townie. I have no idea, Pete. That, that, that one's beyond my pay grade. I have Alexa at home, and my kids just, it's Alexa all day long, drives me nuts. Uh, but I'm not an Alexa expert. I wish I could help you out on that. If anybody knows, call in to help Pete out. What, what does he need to say? Um... See, the problem is when you say A's cast into Alexa, it goes to something else from what I've been told. But keep trying. Try A's cast. Or just go to, Pete, just on your phone, just go to athletics.com slash A's cast, and you'll get it easy. Jonathan from Hayward, go ahead. Hey, Tony. They did it again. I got to admit, uh, it, it feels so good to have uh, a nice, easy, quick one after all the stress of last night and extra innings. Uh, Montas was nasty and uh, enjoyed uh, Simeon's bomb and Chapman's bomb. We wound up needing that with that uh, ninth inning, but uh, just keep plugging along. Looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, I've only seen a little bit of him so far, but uh, Jesus Lizardo, her secret weapon and the product of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. So uh, for me, that's going to be a treat. Uh, and see if they can get the nine in a row and sweep these guys. That's what we've been waiting for. I also wanted to, since uh, I know I was at the end last night, to give big props to NBC Sports for hiring my boy Don Trell uh, to the pre and post game team. That's a, another uh, bonus for me to tune in and uh, and enjoy him. And I know it's a, a treat for Jesus who grew up watching him with the Marlins as well. It's kind of a full circle moment for us. Uh, you know, Don Trell was the East Bay kid who pitched for the Marlins, and now Lizardo's the 
the Broward County, South Florida product pitching for the A's, and he gets to see Dontrell a little bit now. So uh, it's a kind of a nice, sweet, uh, full-round circle. And uh, just adding to the the sweetness of what's going on right now, see uh, if they can keep this up. But I, I like the, the streak, and I like the four-and-a-half game lead. Uh, we've been waiting for this series, and uh, what a game again today. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I did a hit today on, on your because uh, you're a Marlins slash A's fan. You may be the only guy in the country, but I, I I did a I did a little hit saying they've won all five of their games since coming back from the COVID nineteen outbreak. Their seven and one start is tied for the best in franchise history. I mean, it just goes on and on what these guys are doing, and it's so impre- It's so impressive. They're trying to become the third team in MLB history to win eight of their first nine games after losing at least 100 the year before. The only other two teams, the 18, are you ready for this? 1899 St. Louis Perfectos, who are now the Cardinals, and the 2003 Royals. So what's going on there and what they've had to deal with down in South Florida? And, I mean, they kind of brought it upon themselves. But uh, since then, uh, what, what they've been doing, and, and that's, the, that's the other thing I say about COVID-19 with these young guys. You know, I remember it was the day after they beat the Phillies 11-6. to 6. Like, they pounded the Phillies, and all of a sudden, the doom and gloom about the Marlins, and it just goes to show that, you know what, quarantine these guys, and they'll be back. Jesus Cesardo tested positive. We can go down the line of guys who have tested positive, and they're back playing. Freddie Freeman had the bad fever. He hasn't. I don't believe he's missed a game this year. It's it's absolutely insane, and uh, I I talked to my mom who's still uh, been homeless for a few years now, day and have been up there with them, and she said it would be nothing short of a miracle. Uh, and uh, you know we're really hoping. I mean, seventeen years what the, uh, what they've had to deal with since two thousand three, uh, where. It was bad after ninety seven three. They become one of the worst franchises in baseball, <laughs> oh, and God. so uh, I mean, you know, we've been waiting a long time for this, and boy, what it would mean. I've said this so many times, and people don't believe me. All they need is to get back to postseason. They're the only undefeated postseason team in Major League history. And I know from 97 and 03, when they get to the postseason, uh, uh, the park sold up. I know it was the old football stadium, but still, I believe the fans will come back if they can become a winner again. They've stayed away because they have the most corrupt owners uh, to their entire history of any Major League franchise I've ever known. Yeah. But, hey, Jonathan, I, I got this for the phone call. Hey, Rob, I'm hearing from a buddy to call in that if you call in, it sends you to a vote. No. We got to step our game up. Let's go. One eight in a row. We got a ton of people that want to talk. 510-956-3700. It's exciting times. A shortened season. And baseball's doing well. You know, the Marlins screwed up. Cardinals screwed up. And they're trying to cover for them. But we've gotten these other reports. And hopefully the Cardinals can get going again. But you know what? For the most part, 28 teams have been fantastic. Let's keep this thing rolling. It's been great to see. And the A's have done a good job with it. Now the A's are winning. 
And, and and folks, let me just go through this real quick. If you, I mean, if, you, if they can, they win tomorrow. I know people don't like to play the schedule game, but since we're saying this is more like a football season, we play the schedule game in football. After this, Angels for three games, they stink. Giants for three games, they stink. Arizona Diamondbacks for four, they're not good. And then the Angels again for three. And then the Rangers again for four. You have nothing but under 500 teams who have glaring weaknesses across the board. That's three, six, ten, thirteen. That's 17 straight games against teams under 500. You don't think this is set up for you? Right now... The Angels are five and nine. The Rangers are four and eight, and Seattle are five and ten. This division right now isn't very good. You want to take advantage of it? Because the division that is good that you're playing is the NL West. But you're not going to see the Dodgers until the last week of the season when hopefully everything's kind of already settled and it'll just be a fun little squaring off against the Dodgers. You don't see the Rockies until September 15th and 16th, and you don't see the Dodgers till September 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Along the way, I, you wouldn't believe it. You look at the schedule, it's amazing how, how fast this thing's going to go. And you got a lot of teams that you are, you on paper are better than these teams. And if you don't believe me, go check what Caesars is saying right now. Go check what the betting community is. I had uh, in the pregame show today, they already said the A's are what, 90, let me see. They already had it, and that was before the win today, that the, that the A's are already 96.5% uh, to get in the playoffs. I mean, this is a, we didn't know how it was going to go. But what happens if somebody catches fire? Like the A's. What if you make it eight in a row, nine in a row, ten in a row? Okay, you lose. And that's 10 out of 11, 11 out of 12. Maybe you look, next thing you look up, you've won 18 out of 20. This team has the possibility because they've got better pitching, they got better bullpen, they got better defense. I mean, what do you want to talk with? They have a lot of better things than everybody else. This is what good teams do. And as Ken Korak mentioned, which is a great point, hadn't thought of it, but that's why he's Ken Korak, is what happens if a team just kind of falls flat on their face? How many of their guys, because they're not really getting paid anymore, just go, hey, I'm out of here? And they'll try and blade COVID. That's fine. But how many guys, you know, if you're on a bad team, you're like, well, I could be golfing. Uh, I could go home, be with the family. I'm out of here. We're... We're already 10 games out with 19 to play. See you later. And that, you know, the head-to-head with Houston. I mean, I'm not saying Houston's still not good. They still got players. But they don't. They look like a shell of themselves. And until I see Verlander on the mound pitching in a meaningful game, I'll believe he's coming back. 
All right, coming up next, we are going to hear from Vince Catronio with Frankie Montas. And we'll continue to take your phone calls. 510-956-3700. A's with the win 3-1 to one over Houston. They take the series for two. And get your brooms out, baby, because going for the sweep tomorrow, they've won eight in a row. Life is good with the green and gold. More right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Want to add to your collection of A's memorabilia? The Oakland A's Community Fund will host online auctions throughout the season. You can bid on great and unique A's items like baseballs, bats, and more, with proceeds benefiting the Oakland A's Community Fund. Visit athletics.com community for information on the A's online auctions. That's athletics.com community. in the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. You're listening to A's Cast. A's with the win over the Houston Astros, 3-1. to one. Frankie Motas now 2-1. and one. Liam Hendricks now with five saves. That was something we've debated on A's Cast Live when you start talking about, okay, the importance of relievers in a shortened season. You know, you start racking up wins. The A's have 11 wins. Liam has saved five. What is that going to look like down the road? You start looking at, uh, and I don't want to jinx anything, but postseason awards. When you start racking up numbers, Liam could be that guy. Don't know. Before we get back to your phone calls, here is Vince Catronio with Frankie Montas. Tony, it was another stellar outing by Frankie Montas. Seven innings, two hits, and the A's 3-1 win. They're eighth in a row, and the A's starting and winning pitcher, Joined us, Frankie, your, your last outing was against a young, inexperienced Seattle team, and you got a lot of early outs. The same thing happened today against one of the better offenses in baseball. How did you attack the Astros today? Uh, you know, the Astros, are, they, they're a team that they, they don't swing. Like, they're always swinging. Like, they're a team that's not going out there to, like, take pitches. They're a team that, like, they, they always hike. So I was able to uh, – um, very good to see him, like, good slider. You know, like like I said, like, I was missing all my pitches, and, like, they were swinging. So, like, I feel like it was tough for them to kind of, like, put a good swing on him. What's different about you from the standpoint of pitch sequences? The guy that was in the bullpen back in 2017 was blowing 98 to 100, but not a lot of success. 
now as a starter, especially now after the great success of a year ago, what have you learned about that and how has that made you effective? Uh, I was young back then, you know, I was just trying to overpower people, you know, <laughs> I was just trying to overpower people. Um, but I feel like as a starter, you kind of have to kind of like have a different mentality than, than as a reliever. Relievers, they go out there to like throw everything they have, you know, like you don't know if you're only going to be there for one inning. But starters, like you have to go deep in the games, you know, and you're only going to be able to to do it if you're, like, hitting your spats, if you're throwing strikes, you know. So, for me, it was just about just not that I, like, not trying to throw hard anymore, but I would say I'm trying to pitch and then use velocity when I need it. Yeah, I know the hundreds in your back pocket. Let's talk about today. The A's win their eighth in a row, two straight against the Astros. There seems to be a quiet confidence about the way this club is playing. What's it like watching this all happen and contributing to it? Uh, you know, like, this is the kind of team, like, we're young and we just enjoy playing baseball. Like, we, we go out there, give 100%, always trying to do our best, you know. We, we're the kind of team that, like, we go out there to compete. And, I mean, the vibe in the clubhouse, like, you can feel it. Like, everybody just show up ready to go. And finally, Frankie, this is the third straight start that you really you finished strong. You you ended with a, a good run of outs. How important is that for you that that you show that there's still plenty left there? It was a hard work, hard day against a, a good offensive club. You kept them down, but this is something that's been consistent. That's got to mean something for you, even in, in a shortened season like this one. Man, I'm just I'm just happy that. They just go out there every five days and, and just try to do my thing, you know, just just trying to do my job. You know, I'm just I'm just happy that I'm able to to provide for for this team. Well, you retired the last nine. You allowed only two hits. And when Frankie Montas is smiling, good things are happening. Frankie, thanks for the visit. Thank you so much. Thank you. Townie, back to you. Well, I mean, Frankie is coming into his own. He was last year. Unfortunately, PEDs, but you look at what he was last year. You know, he got that final start in the very end against the Angels. He finished the season 9-2 and two with a 2.63 ERA. Pretty, uh, pretty darn good. And then now, looking at him, and he's totally right. When you're a reliever, you're coming in and it's full throttle. You come in and it's everything you got because you're not planning out. You're not planning on being out there a long time. As a starter, you got to work into a groove. You got to throw strikes. There's a lot of things you're going to look at with video strengths and weaknesses for you versus the hitters. You want to keep that plus 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 in reserve when you really really need it. You know, if you're a starter that goes out there, and that's what scares me about these young guns who come up, they don't pitch a lot of innings. They already know I'm only going, I don't know, 65 pitches, so I'm going to air it out. They don't learn how to pitch. You know, sometimes you got to pitch to contact, and you got to save if you do have, my God, 97, 98. I mean, if you just come out there and it's right out of the gate as hard as you can, and, you know, if. All right. I mean, if, if you if 
you got the stamina like Nolan Ryan and Roger Clemens and Randy Johnson, okay. But most guys don't have that. And if you come out and give it all you got in the first couple innings, you're gassed by five. You got to work into a groove. And, you know, the one guy who was great at that as a starter, I'll never forget. And, um, and one of the reasons why we know so much about these guys was TBS, was to be able to watch Maddox and Glavin. But Smoltz was the one guy who could just cruise at great velocity. And then really when he needed to, like, rear back, he could really bring one by you. And that is one of the reasons why he was end up being able to be a closer, too. Because he could, when he wanted to rear back, have that plus-plus fastball. All righty, let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. You are on the A's Clubhouse show. Yeah, Townie. Eight in a row, baby. It's uh it's fun times right now. You know, the A's are just seem like they're doing everything right and you know, still offensively it is what it is, but you know, seeing Marcus, you know, bounce back last two games, I mean, what a time to be an A's fan, brother. Yeah, Marcus, what he did yesterday obviously has come back over to today and now kind of gets him rolling and what he means at the top of the lineup and to get everybody going, that leadoff guy, I mean, one of the best years you've ever seen. You know, I've debated with people, is last year the best year ever by an Oakland A? And I had some people go, well, what about Giambi? You know, what about Tejada? Well, those guys, there's, a, there's some questions. Um, you can look at Ricky, you can look at Reggie. But if you took everybody's names out of it, because names always kind of skew things. If you took the names out and you just put the numbers up, I don't know if you find a better year, especially when you say, where did they play? What position did they play? How many games did they play? Shortstop's a premium defense, defensive, uh, defensive position, so that's far different than left field. It's far different from first base. It's far different from right field. I mean, when you're playing every day at shortstop and putting up the numbers that he did, and now if he – think about this. If these guys start to get hot offensively, they're not hot. For God's sakes, not even close to getting hot. But if they do get hot and they're already 11-4 and four, and starters are starting to give you innings, the bullpen's, bullpen's light, lights out, and you start lighting up the scoreboard like a pinball machine, look out for this team. Now, the one thing I do not like, I'm going to be honest, I don't like the strikeouts. It's so many strikeouts. And I know people go, strikeouts don't matter. You know what? Strikeouts don't matter until you get to the postseason and you're striking out and not hitting home runs. No, I agree. I, I think it's not only strikeouts, it's striking out in bad spots. You know, bases loaded, one out, you strike out. Or, you know, you, you, I touched on this last night. The A's got to do a better job of, of moving guys over and, and picking up the sack fly. I think that, you know, Guys are so used to the long ball that they just they swing from the heels no matter what the situation. So I agree with you there. A um, couple things I want to touch on. Frankie Montas, obviously, he's the MVP of the day. I mean, he is a bona fide dictionary definition of a number one starter. I mean, the electric fastball. You know, he's got great out pitches with the slider and the split finger. I mean, Frankie's a big dude. I mean, he's got the you know the big thighs. He's six three, six four. I mean, he's just built like a horse. I mean, he is a definition of a number one starter. And to kind of see him come into his own, like you touched on last year, and to see what he's doing now, I mean, he's the guy. He is the number one guy in that rotation, and it's just a it's a pleasure to watch him pitch because 
even if he doesn't have his best stuff, he's still got good enough stuff that the A's are going to be in the game. You're never going to see Frankie lose 10 to 1. I mean, he's just, his stuff is too electric. So he's always going to keep you in it. And if he's on, I mean, he dominated one of the best offenses in Major League Baseball today. And, and what, two hits and, and seven innings? I mean, just an, an impressive, an impressive number one starter. Um, one other thing I want to touch on, Townie, you had talked about um, the, the Josh Donaldson and, and the trade, and, and kind of Bretta was the last remaining piece and, and how we kind of lost that trade. And, and I agree with you. You know, JD went on and had some good years. But I think we got to touch on some of these guys, you know, looking at it now that. The A's have actually won when it comes to trades. I mean, getting Simeon, you know, from the Indians organization, what a steal that was. Getting Frankie. I White, mean, White, uh, Sox, White Sox. White, uh, White Sox. Simeon came for the White Sox. Simeon was White Sox. Yes, With my, Bassett. My you know, hey, Bassett's in yeah. there. Yeah, Bassett's in there. You know, Ramon Laureano basically getting him for free from the Astros. I think Frankie was in the <laughs> Dodgers organization. You know, I mean, yeah. we, 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 have, we have got some big studs in the lineup that we've just literally stole. Yeah. And have not really lost a whole lot. So I'm with you with the JD trade. I think we, we, you know, at the end of the day, we probably lost that trade, even though there was a lot of rumblings that JD was was probably going to be out anyways. And there was, you know, a few, you know, the, the Rumorville maybe had some, uh, the, the 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 Grapevine had some some troubles in the locker room, maybe that sort of thing. Josh Donaldson was a great Oakland. A, don't get me wrong, I loved his intensity. I think his comparisons to Matt Chapman are very accurate. But we got to start talking about some of these guys that are major players in this in this Great A's core that we've basically got for nothing. No, and, and and if you remember when I was talking about it, I said nobody who's been in power for a long time, whether you're talking about the really Bean was hired in 97 and uh, Cashman was hired right after just the start of 98. They're the two longest. I think like Doug Wilson with the Sharks. Guys that have been in power for a long time, not every move you're going to make works. And a lot of moves you're going to make also work. No one's going to be perfect. No one's going to say, I've made a bazillion. There are trades that are super successful. I mean, because let's face it, you got what? You got Simeon, Bassett, and Fegley. Look what Fegley did for you last year um, for Jeff Samarja. So, I mean, there's going to be trades that are lights out, and there's going to be trades that are duds. I mean, that's just, you're dealing with human beings. There's no guarantees. It's just the Donaldson trade will always be tough because, A, why would you trade him? B, if you were going to trade him, why, like, if you're going to sell a house, like you like your house and you're going to sell your house, you put the sign up, you're going to say, hey, this weekend it's going to be wide open, anybody can come, walk through the house, look through the house, and then make bids. That's not how that went down. So if Barreto never really does anything for the A's and the other three guys who were part of the trade were gone, you just wonder, because there were rumblings in the game, I don't know if it's true or not, that there were some executives that went, I would have gave you more than that for Donaldson. So I think that's the thing that, that ruffles people's feathers. Yeah, you know, and the, and the other hot topic when it comes to the A's in the last, you know, five, six years, if you want to talk about Cespedes, a lot of, a lot of the A's diehards were, were upset when that trade was made. I actually thought it was a good trade because I don't think the A's get to the postseason without John Lester that year. I mean, he was absolutely lights out the second half of the season. Now, it didn't pan out in the wild card game. Obviously, he, he struggled, but, you know, I, I, wasn't a, I didn't think that was a bad trade. If you look at what Cespedes has done now, he's been with 15 teams in three years. So, you know, he'd fallen off tractors and, and, and not really, you know, not really checking out. And his tenure in New York, it, it's done. I mean, the Mets have pretty much written him off from what I've read. So I think that, uh, you know, all in all, the A's have done pretty well when it comes to making moves and, and picking up these guys. And like I said, you know, 
a lot of fans like to poo-poo me when we talk about Cespedes, but I think that was the right move by Billy Bean and company, in my opinion. Well, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it always. Hey, listen, look how many times Bean and David have been in the postseason as executives. Just about 50%. Can't say that about a lot of organizations and a lot of different sports. Even in sports where half the league makes it, like we're about to see this year in basketball and in hockey. Longtime Warrior fans. You want to talk about the success of Warriors in the postseason? Before the uh, old crew showed up here with Steph and Clay and Draymond? The droughts? You know what I'm talking about. The success of the A's, yes, it hasn't led to a World Series. It hasn't led to a whole lot of postseason splash and magic. But you've gotten to the postseason a heck of a lot under Billy Bean and David Force. There's no question. But maybe this is the year. Maybe this is the core, the core that's grown up together, the core that's won together. Maybe this is the time. And if you could win this year, that erases everything else because this could be the hardest World Series to ever win. Get on board. Whoever wins this, I'm telling you right now, you're going to look back and go, man, these guys fought through a pandemic. They had to, they had to travel through a pandemic. Who the heck wants to be traveling on planes and hotels and all that right now? I don't. You got to go through all that, and then you got to you got to fight off sixteen teams—a true tournament for the first time ever in the baseball playoffs. Whoever wins this is going to be mentally tough, healthy, and mentally tough. All right, coming up next, your phone calls five one zero nine five six thirty seven hundred, and we're going to hear from the skipper Bob Melvin. That's all coming your way on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Oakland A's baseball, play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Dip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. 
At Comcast Business, we want to help you not just bounce back, but bounce forward. That's why we're offering a powerful and reliable internet and voice solution to help you stay ahead. Now for only $64.90 a month with a two-year agreement. Call or go online today. Comcast Business. Offer ends 8-22-2020. Restrictions apply. New customers only with 35 megabits internet and one voice line. Early termination fee applies. Equipment, installation, taxes, and fees extra. Subject to change. As we prioritize our homes and our health, it's also a good time to reassess our finances. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union wants to save you money by refinancing your loans. They may be able to lower your monthly payment on your auto loan, mortgage loan, home equity loan, or line of credit. Or maybe they can shorten your term to pay off your loan more quickly. Want more? Use the promo code ATHLETICS when you apply online at firstunitedcu.org and they'll give you $100. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 594075. Foot odor throwing you off your game? Stick to a winning game plan with Odor Eaters, featuring three advanced odor and wetness fighters. The lineup provides long-lasting odor control, plus more to keep your feet on their game. Odor Eaters powder provides outstanding moisture control. Clear drying spray is the MVP in preventing athlete's foot, while insoles work continuously to manage wetness while adding a layer of comfort. Pick up today at Walmart, Target, CVS, Dollar General, or other fine retailers. Odor Eaters, destroy foot odor with the best in odor defense. A's fans, have you seen the great images of our fans all around the Coliseum during NBC Sports California broadcasts? With our Coliseum Cutouts program, fans can still be a part of the ballpark atmosphere even while watching from home. These awesome cutouts benefit the Oakland A's Community Fund. Learn more about the program at athletics.com cutouts. It's the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Let's get back out to the phones at 510-956-3700 after the A's take down the Astros 3-1. They've won two in a row against the Strohs and now won eight in a row. They've got a four-and-a-half game lead over Houston. Mike in Sacramento, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Uncle Tony. Yes, this is Mike. I'm listening on Sports 1140 KHTK. How are you? Are we still being? Are we still on Sports 1140 KHTK? Yes, absolutely. You are. Yeah, we love that yes, station. Uh, it's a it's a that's a huge monster signal. Yes, so uh, you were on the huge monster signal today, yesterday, and earlier this week on the Carmichael Dave Show with Jay Mars. Uh, Dave Cavill was the featured interview at 8.05 in the morning. Tell tell my friend Carmichael Dave I said hello. He's a great dude. Oh, almost oh, definitely, yes. So we're, we're good friends uh, along with myself and Jay Mars. As we spent a lot of time, as I'm sure as you know, uh, in the fight uh, to get the Golden One Center built in part in keeping the Kings in Sacramento, and in fact, uh, you mentioned in baseball, everyone's traveling, but our Kings are in the bubble in Orlando and face Houston tomorrow. Well, good luck to the Sacramento Kings. Thank, thank you, thank you. Hey, uh, so what I want to talk about a little bit in this win streak and something uh, you mentioned uh, in comment about the upcoming schedule, uh, how some of the teams coming up either stink or are not good, uh, and I wanted to get your perspective. Do you see a 
any weaknesses uh, in the A's, in particular during this winning streak. Uh, I think I have might have found one, if you could even call it that, uh, and it's not pitching. I, I, let me just straight out clear the record on that. It is not pitching. To me, I think the weakness is, with the exception of one game that they played up in the Northwest, really having a dominant offense and just shutting down the opponent with their, with a big run production, as they did, I think it was one inning, they had eight runs. Where are you on that? Uh, I am in, in agreement. I think uh, we got to go back to game 10. It was the fifth inning where they scored eight runs on eight hits. Um so far, and even, you know, Matt Chapman said it after the game today. He goes, it's been a weird season. Some people have gotten off to slow starts, but we're going to get going. And we believe they are. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, they have struggled with runners in scoring position. A la last night, they were three for 19. You know, so they, you know, proof's in the pudding. They're 11-1 and when they hit a home run. When they don't hit a home run, they're 0-3. And you say, well, all right, just hit home runs. I get it. The problem with that and what we see in the postseason is this, is if you go into the postseason, this is how you're built, and all of a sudden you don't hit home runs, well, then what? What do you fall back on? Right. I mean, that's just right. that. That's, and, and that's happened to teams to where this is how we're built and this is what we do, and all of a sudden you get nullified. And now we got 16 teams in the postseason and some team that maybe on paper doesn't look so hot, but they've got a couple of guys that get hot, and all of a sudden you're punching out constantly and you're not hit with runners in scoring position and you're not hitting home runs, and now you're going home. And you look around and you say, well, why didn't you win? Well, we're giving credit to the pitching and da-da-da. Well, not everybody's going to walk into the postseason and be launching home runs. No, that's that's definitely true, and and the A's can certainly look back the last couple of October's uh, on how they performed in the wild card, and and why they didn't uh, move on uh, after the the uh, one and done game. Um, all right, and then before I go, um, I know you have a segment on A's Cast called the Build with Dave Cavill. Uh, so I have a question if if you could ask him the next time that uh, show comes up and it's related to all this COVID-19 pandemic as well. Has the COVID-19 pandemic pushed back the possibility of opening in 2023 to 2024 in a similar situation that has affected Sacramento Republic FC's ability to go to MLS from 2022 to 2023 or are the A's still on track for an opening day in 2023? Uh, Dave has already talked about that on the show, and it will be pushed back a year. Okay, it will be pushed back a year. All right. So I have no idea how it affects the Sacramento thing. I just, yeah, the COVID thing, I mean, it's it's been tough to do meetings. But, yeah, this is going to push things back a year. Yeah, the COVID thing, to your point or your question, uh, it did push back uh, Commissioner Garber 
uh, and Dan Cordomenci, uh there of the Major League Soccer League, uh, did announce several teams. Sacramento was one of them. Will enter the league one year later than originally thought because of COVID-19. So Sacramento's entry into Major League Soccer is now 2023 rather than 2022. Yeah, I think a lot of stuff's going to get pushed back. Hey, appreciate the phone call. You call again. Um, yeah, stuff's going to get pushed back. Some stuff, some projects will now probably never go, which is sad for business in the state of California. All right, let's uh, go to Andrea, my astrologer. Welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Hi, Tony. Welcome. <clears throat> Excuse me, another great game. I got to say, I was kind of screaming. It was so exciting. And um, they actually unfurled, I don't know if you saw it, a banner that said 21.5, which is kind of paying homage to the 20-win game banner back in the day that actually I was there in the stadium for that. So a quarter of the season's gone. Eight-game winning streak, uh, four and a half ahead of the Astros. And we talked last night curiously enough, about um, how the Astros are kind of looking kind of human, a little tired. And sure enough, today, you know, the bigger picture, all the Altuve errors and, you know, the bigger picture that, you know, good triumphs over cheating. You know, they're being held responsible for their actions, you know, um, that cause and effect. um, What is the karma? As you sow, so shall you reap. So they kind of come down to earth here. And uh, it was another great A's game. Nice to see Marcus Simeon finding his groove as well. So all in all, you know, looking forward um, to the game tomorrow and just really a very powerful series. And love to see that banner fly again tomorrow. Yeah, you know, it, it t- times everything by 2.7. And, and, and that right. is uh, that that got to just keep this thing rolling. I mean, every single time you win a game, it just pushes your competition down. It's just, it's just, it's the way it is. It's basically 25% of the season's over and it's a numbers game and you keep winning and, and and, and the pressure really starts to mount on the teams below you. Exactly. And the A's are going to keep on doing that. And I just think it was just, uh, you know, one of those powerful, um, what you put out to the universe comes back to you moments. And there's a bigger picture here. It's, you know, it's great to see the A's be, you know, an eight game winning streak and so on. But the bigger picture is like good triumphs over evil, you know, not to put too much of a, you know, spin on that. But I really feel it's bigger than baseball. I hope you're right, because they deserve it. Right. Thank they, you. They totally deserve it. I mean, they own nothing. They, I, I, I equate them to bank robbers. They robbed the bank. Mm. Well. They got to keep the money. They got to oh. confess. They got to stay out of jail. They got to keep the ring, the fame, the money, and everything. Right. right. And uh, they got away with it. They're bank robbers who got away with it. Right. And, you know, on that level they did, but hopefully on a bigger karmic level they're being held to task. But, yeah, meanwhile, they thought, oh, there won't be a season. Oh, there's no fans. They keep thinking they'll get off scot-free. But there's bigger forces at play. Oh, they're, they're, you know, according to one of their broadcasters, he's seen that uh, it's definitely weighing on some of their players. Thank you for yes. the phone call. You have Thank a great you, Saturday. Tommy. Take care. You too. Let's go to Roderick on uh, in Fort Bragg. Welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Good luck. 
Hey, listen, it's all about the underdogs, right? I mean, how many of us aren't underdogs? There's no doubt about that. So what do you do when people raise things high enough? They keep us going on. That's what the A's do. That's what we're here for. Are you with me? I don't think we're an underdog. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Thank no, you. Yeah, no, I think I think if you if if you went so down at spring training, getting to see, you know, all of the all of the, the you know the the big dog national uh columnist they all love the A's. The, 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 the secret's out. The A's are the A's in no way are a are an underdog. No, they're they're considered one of the favorites in this thing. How could they not be underdogs in this day and age? And if you don't believe me, ask Colin Kaepernick. Thank you for the phone call. All right, earlier Bob Melvin spoke to the media. Here's the skipper. A little earlier these days because the elevator can't stop you guys from getting down there. True. Sorry. Um, I know you get a little uncomfortable about talking about things like streaks, but the fact that it's now eight games uh, and and it's come against the division, how significant is that? Uh, you know what? We're playing great. And, you know, still maybe offensively have a little bit more that we can accomplish, but you know, we're, we're timing everything really well. The guys are all in sync together. You get a game like that from, from Frankie today. We play good defense behind them. We, you know, get seven innings out of them and, and just enough offense and the timeliness of it. Marcus leads off the game, which is a momentum swing. You know, we get another run and then Chappie's homer. So even though we didn't look great and you got to give their guy credit because he pitched great, you know, we did just enough over the course of the game to keep getting momentum swings and then, finished it off in the night. How much do you think uh, what Marcus did last night with the walk-off helped him going into today? You know, he'll, he'll say probably not, but how can it not? You know, you, you, we, we see this series coming and to uh, play that long and those games are really difficult to lose and great to win and for him to, you know, get a big hit in that situation, I don't know how it can't do, you know, good for your confidence do well for your confidence, and then leads off with the home run today. So um, just doing his thing. What have you thought of Frankie, just what he's been doing, especially these last two outings? It seems like he's been particularly, I mean, unhittable almost at times. Yeah, and you will, he, he'll probably tell you that his arm didn't feel – it didn't bother him today, but it didn't feel as good probably his last time out. And when you're throwing, you know, seven innings, what is it, two times in a row – and throwing upwards of close to 100 pitches both times this early in the season. But, you know, I had really good, good command of everything today. Looked like he was in control out there. Um, had a good split, had a good slider. You know, he's there's a reason that, uh, you know, we, we pitched him on opening day. And I'm sure when teams look at the matchups against us, they don't particularly look forward to him. Bob, is it maybe a, a little bit of a dead arm period for him or something like that? It's, you know, especially without a long spring. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but dead arm at first pitch of the game was 95-5, but he, he managed it. You know, you saw a lot of 93s and, and so forth from him as the game went along, but but managed it really well and, and it had good movement. And sometimes your arm's not going to feel the best it's ever felt 
but you can still go out there and, and pitch that type of game. Bobby, he faced a team that wasn't the Mariners who are young, trying to find their way. This is an experienced lineup. The way that he attacked the hitters, what, what does that say about what Frankie's learning about how, what he is and what he can do on the mound? Yeah, he's just you know, he's gotten to the point now where he's, he, he doesn't really care who he faces. He just likes pitching, and he should. And, and you know, last year really came into his own and gained, gained the confidence that he did over the first half of the season. Kept himself ready, as we've said many times, to give us one start. So he came into this season really, really looking forward to putting together a, a full season, even though it's 60 games and, and leading away. And I think he was really happy about being able to start opening day and just just kind of feeling it at this point. And that all comes with maturity and, and the multiple pitches and the, and the split now. Bob, you mentioned um, the home run by Simeon and also Chapman, but um, Marcus also had the Ricky run there. Stolen um, base, the air. What are your thoughts on kind of all facets of his game? Because he gives you more than kind of just the defense and the power. That's why he was third in the MVP voting last year. You know, he leads off. He's durable. He's a team leader. He can run. He's a terrific fielder now. Hits, hits for power, does it all. So, you know, the, there are times that, that guys like that, when they show up, you know, in multiple facets during the course of a game, it, it's really fun to watch. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he's made himself the player that he is, and, and uh, we're glad we have him. Bob, what did you just think of Pinder's uh, defense um, today, and, and how have you uh, – are you pretty confident in what you have going on in second base right now with this team here? Yeah, I, you know, Tony's playing very well too. So we're, we're comfortable with both those guys. You know, the guy that's, you know, Pareto and Machine are the guys that aren't getting a ton of at-bats right now. But at some point in time, they're going to be called upon, whether it's injury, whether it's days off, and they're both working hard to stay ready. But at this point in time, we like how we're doing it with Tony and, and Chad because they're both contributing to, uh, to wins on both sides. Liam throwing only 10 pitches last night. Make the factor of using him a third straight day. Uh, the decision that you were going to – that you could use today – yeah, he, he typically feels better on the third day if he's pitched twice. Or if you give him two and give him one off, sometimes he's not as good after that or he doesn't feel as good. So I was kind of waiting to see how he felt today, and, and they came in and said he feels great. So it was an easy decision, even though it was a night game last night. But, again, the 10 pitches, and then you know you saw the velo right away today. Bob, you take the first two, and you've got Lazardo going tomorrow. How do you feel about having him in the in the finale of the series? Well, we you know we we saw this, the pitching matchups ahead of time, and they made a little bit of adjustments to you know for us. Uh, but we saw where we were. We knew we liked everyone. We you know Bass pitched great. We knew Montas was going to give us a, a really well pitched game, and we always feel that way about Lazardo too. Now that he's got a start under his belt, uh, we feel good about him tomorrow. Feeling good. Everybody, yeah, yeah, everybody's feeling good when you win eight in a row. I mean, why not? You're in first place by four and a half games. All right, we will continue to take your phone calls at 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. Who else do we have to play, by the way, Robert? 
All right, we will hear from Marcus Simeon and your phone calls next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Never catch a baseball with your hat. The thing so many of us dreamed of doing as a kid is apparently not allowed in the pros. This Rules of the Road brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. According to baseball's rulebook, it is illegal to manipulate the ball with any part of your uniform. Yes, even your cool new team cap. But no rule says the fans can't give it a try. The Rules of the Road brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. We save big money with our progressive home and auto bundle and use the cash to take a family vacation. To Hawaii. Who's up for a luau? This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with progressive, but not enough to go to Hawaii. They'll probably use it for things like the mortgage and groceries or even a travel magazine so at least they can see pictures of Hawaii. Aloha. (laughs) Yes, say hello to those beautiful Hawaiian beaches in that magazine. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. A's fans, let's continue to do our part in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Be sure to wear a mask when you leave the house, maintain social distancing, and wash your hands frequently. Visit athletics.com resources for additional resources and information on COVID-19. Help your community stay safe by doing your part. Please stay safe. Visit athletics.com resources. That's athletics.com resources. Tootsie Roll Midgey is a great way to enjoy one of your old-time favorites, Tootsie Rolls. Each Tootsie Roll Midgey is a chewy chocolatey treat individually wrapped for freshness and full of Tootsie Fun. Now available in 25% more free lay-down bags. That is a lot of good old Tootsie flavor. Also try Tootsie Fruit Chews. There are five delicious flavors in each bag. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCU. Hey Ace fans, Jessica Kleinschmidt here, and I want you to check out Bok Talk, NBC Sports Bay Area's baseball podcast, hosted by yours truly. Listen as I talk all things baseball, discuss happenings around the league, and interview very special guests. We've got players, former players, industry professionals, and some of your favorite Ace players will join me as well. Subscribe and download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Bok Talk, part of the NBC Sports Podcast Network. 
If you're looking for the latest green and gold gear for the 2020 season, look no further than athletics.com slash shop for your officially licensed gear. That's athletics.com slash shop. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. A's win eight in a row, and you want to talk. Let's go to Ray and Tracy. Good afternoon, Ray. Hey, Tony. How you doing? I'm wonderful. How you doing, Tony? Wonderful. Oh, man. First, kudos to my, uh, Frankie for a great job of taking care of the uh, Astros bats. But uh, I have been doing some extensive research and spent hundreds of hours checking uh, data and information and making pie charts. And I finally came to the conclusion after watching today's game that it's a lot harder to hit the ball if you don't know what's coming. You know, that's a that's a brilliant observation that, Ray, I would have never thought of because I don't have that kind of data that you have. You know, it's eyes on, eyes on. When you when, when you got guys like Altuve hitting over 300, now he's hitting, what, 180? I know it's been a short season, but I don't think I've ever seen Altuve hit 180 ever. The only one hitting the ball for them is Alex Cora. I mean, I mean he has, what, two or three hits today? Of the, of the four they had, I think he had three of them. But other than that, no one took the ball. You're speaking of Correa. Uh, Alex Cora was the guy who got fired in Boston uh, for the cheating scandal in Houston. You were close, though, Ray. Same guy. So, so are you telling me, Ray, when you're at the Coliseum, you don't hear any uh, trash cans bang? At all. I, um, I think they got rid of the trash cans. Um, they took them out of the dugout, I think, on Thursday. You didn't see. You didn't, stuff out of there. you didn't. You didn't see any electronic devices taped anybody there in Houston. Um. No, I, I did see them lifting their hats up and looking at their hats for a bunch of stuff. I'm not sure what that's about, but um, maybe they're a little itty bitty. T- uh, I can't confirm that. No, no, those are just their their defensive charts. Oh, okay. They didn't work. <laughs> uh, ha- has the arrogance factor changed, Ray, in the uh, in the Astros from uh, the last couple of years till uh, where they are now? Well, yeah, after they kill Lazardo tomorrow, they're going to be really in bad shape after tomorrow. If Lazardo pitches the way he's been throwing, he pitched against him already last year. They couldn't this year. Well, I got to tell you, if the A's sweep these guys and they're walking out of town with a losing streak and, uh, man, I mean, tomorrow, as of tomorrow, there's only 45 games left. And you're, what, after tomorrow, if they're five and a half back, with that to go? I mean, that's that's a big hill to climb. And that's when I mean I mean everybody's kind of still in the postseason because of sixteen teams, but the success that these guys have had winning the World Series and the World Series last year, uh, did you get a sense that it's just a different vibe? Uh, I, I'm breaking up, Chris. I know you're out in the middle of nowhere. Thank you, Ray. Ray is somebody that I know really well who is um, around the stadium. Let's just say. Yeah, Stella hasn't gotten her groove back. 
We heard this from, this is why you listen to A's Cast Live. We had Richard Justice on. He said at the end of spring training, they were mentally worn out. They're tired of talking about it. They don't want to be called cheaters. They don't want to be called frauds. Leave them alone. Stop picking on them. And then Steve Sparks, their play-by-play guy, former big leaguer, said some of these guys, it, it's, it's affected them mentally. And the one guy said it hasn't, Correa. Correa's out there to prove it. Correa's out to prove himself. And you can see it in the way he's attacking and playing. And the other guys, he goes, some of them, they're a shell of themselves. I mean, that's, that's just a reality. And we're seeing it. Let's go to TJ from Oakland before we get to Marcus Simeon. Go, TJ. Hey, Tony. Hope, hope you're doing great. Uh, it's, it's EJ from Oakland. Uh, I just wanted to say I, I'm so happy with how we're grinding out wins right now, like literally grinding I don't think that we've reached reached our potential, especially in terms of offense. Uh, Frankie is the one guy who, who's you know really hitting his stride. Really, um, you know that that loss in the wild card last year was crushing. It was uh, it was a franchise potentially defining loss, and I'm hopeful that those guys can learn from that and understand. Uh, that when you get to the postseason, every out matters, every play matters. And I just really like the, the way that our team is, is built for this season, and it's so awesome to be an A-Saint right now. Thank you, Tony. No, thank you. It is a great time. It's been a great time the past couple of years. 97 wins, two straight years. It, it's just it's odd times that you win 97 games, you win your division, but you won 97 games, two straight years. This team said at spring training, we're going to be better. We're not going to be in the wild card. Well, there is going to be no wild card. But wild card to me is if they got to go on the road in the first round. Then it's like you're in the wild card. You need a host. You need to be at home. You need to host the three games at home. And make a run at this thing, man. They've got the talent. They've obviously, they're showing us they got the pitching. They got starting. They got bullpen. They got defense. A little more timely hitting would be nice. Getting the DH back on track would be nice. But getting Marcus Simeon back on track has been fantastic. Here's Marcus with the media. Hey, Marcus. Hello. Um, how much did uh, getting that walk-off hit last night maybe... Uh, help you coming into today's game after a little bit of a slower start to the season than play like? Uh, you know, I'm trying to do the same thing. Just be consistent. Um, of course, you come off your last at-bat the night before with a base hit. You want to keep trying to uh, repeat what you're doing. Um, I was fortunate enough to react to a breaking ball and hit it hard, so that's that's a good sign. Bob was just saying that you guys, um, your timing has been really pretty good during the streak that you're on. You know, you're getting the good pitching and, and timely hitting, even if you don't have a ton of offense going. How are you seeing things with, with how you're playing during these eight games? Yeah, I think it's imp- those things are important, um, especially in close games. You know, a lot of our games have been close, but we've been playing good defense. 
And like you said, timely hitting. The, the pitching has been very consistent. It's almost surprising when we give up runs. So um, you know, that's a good, it's a good sign. I think we're playing good ball, regardless of you know the batting averages up there or whatever. Uh, we're doing, we're doing what we have to do to win games. Marcus, um, no ace player in history had uh, a game-winning hit one night and, and then a home run leading up the game the next day. I mean, was that just? I mean, pretty special to, to do that, get things going right away, uh, you know, carry a little momentum from 15 hours earlier, I guess it was. Yeah, I think for us, we've been starting slow in the first inning. So um, as a leadoff hitter, you want to do whatever you can to get on base and score a run. So if you, you lead off the game with a home run, that's the best you can do. And, um, you know, Valdez was still really good today. He did a good job with, with their bullpen being um, – Pretty short-handed today. He he did a good job staying in that game. So uh, you know, that just shows how good Frankie did for us. Marcus, this may be more of a question for the fans, but you guys obviously are playing well, but you're styling as well. You got the jerseys. How do you decide the jerseys, and do you love wearing the Kelly Greens? Yeah, I mean, we just got to keep them rolling. I think that, you know, usually the starting pitcher picks the jersey. Um, but, you know, when we've been winning this many games in a row, you got to stick with them. Was there a point when you guys were three and four? Did you guys have like a little meeting to kind of get on this roll? Or what do you think has ignited this eight-game winning streak? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we had a tough game in Seattle the first game, and then we came back strong, and we've just been you know, no meetings. You know, we just been playing the game hard, and you know everybody's just you know trying to get their timing, and it's just a weird year. It's the same for other teams. So uh, the quicker you can get on board and get going, the better you'll be. Thanks. Hey, Marcus, what uh, what do you think uh, uh, Framber Valdez has that makes him such a tough pitcher? He pitched a great game today. Well, he's got a really good curveball. Um, he had his changeup working also, which he didn't throw a lot. last The last couple times we saw him last year, he didn't throw a lot of those changeups, so that kept us off balance as well. He's always had the good sinker. But his curveball was really good today when he kept it down, and that's you know, that's what he used with two strikes most of the time. Marcus, what did you uh, just see from Frankie today? I mean, what sort of pace was he setting on the mound? I think he was locating with his four-seam and his two-seam. And for me as a hitter, I know those are the toughest guys who throw uh, both fastballs on both sides of the plate. So that gave them a lot of trouble. Of course, he's got the splitter and the slider to keep them off balance. And when you throw 95-plus, uh, that, that's a really good mix to have. So he, he had all those things working today. How special is it to be able to create a run as you did in the sixth inning with the steal and taking third and then and get coming home on the uh, on the grounder? Because you guys have had trouble creating runs that way. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to do those things. Usually we, we live and die by the home run. Um, you know, we got lucky. I think I would have been thrown out if uh, Dustin made a good throw to second. But, you know, it's it we'll take it. Uh, just tried to advance on the bad throw and then – uh, get a good read off of Chapman's ball. He hit a, he hit a chopper, and I was able to get home. Everybody, oh, do you have a question? Hey, Marcus. Yeah, I was uh, I was gonna ask just how different is it right now facing the Astros this year compared to last year? Does it feel like you're facing the same team, or does it feel different because 
everything that's going on with the season and also their rosters had some changes. Yeah, I think the biggest part is their pitching staff. You know, a lot of their bullpen guys we've never seen before. So, like last night, we got a good look at some of their, their good young pitchers, and I'm sure we'll face them tomorrow. And, um, you know, they got the same guys in the lineup. But it's, you know, like I said earlier, it's a different year. It's, we're all trying to catch up. We had so much time off this spring um, and leading up to the beginning of this season that we're all playing catch-up. So you can tell some of their hitters are – are struggling a little bit, just like everybody else. Well, tomorrow's the day to take care of business. 45 games left. Send them out of the Coliseum down five and a half games, and then you go into the next series with a winning streak of nine in a row. And then you're going on the road. Take on the Angels, who you've already done well against. And then you got the Giants. You're back home going over to San Francisco. Then you're going down to Arizona for two. Then Arizona comes back here. And then you got L.A. again. And then you got Texas. And then you got Houston. And then you got Seattle. All these teams are under 500 until you hit the Padres in September. It's lined up for you. Your destiny's in your own hands. Will you be able to seize the moment? I sure hope so. What a great day for the athletics. A three to one victory. Frankie Montas with the win now two and one. Liam with the save. Number five. They've won eight in a row. We'll be back tomorrow with A's total access. That will be at 12-15. First pitch will be at 1-10. Have a great Saturday night, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held. All the dinners you didn't share with friends. The trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance. But don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Hit well. Back is Upton at the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.